Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. And now we're going to put my favorite topic of the season, hotels, in the spotlight. Because hotels are increasingly being turned into co-living spaces in markets where institutional investors are hunting for cheaper alternatives to residential conversions and even for high rental growth potential. In February this year, Hamlet, a flexible living brand here in Asia that disrupted the home rental market by offering cost, uh, by offering cost-effective and curated uh, hassle-free accommodation solution, launched its first boutique hotel. It is called Owen House. 106 rooms showcasing a co-living and hospitality service for truly flexible stay experience. And to talk to us about this co-living trend is Giselle Makarashvili, Chief Executive Officer at Hamlet. Good evening, Giselle. Good evening, Timothy. Now, Giselle, can you, again, just for the benefit of our listeners as well, and for myself, what exactly is a co-living space and what is a co-living space boutique hotel? Great. Maybe I speak about that first and um, really co-living or the difference between what co-living is and what we do is the, the factor of community and the living experience that we're providing to our guests. So we in this boutique property that we're opening are hosting short-term stays, but also open it to long-term accommodation. We want to provide a place where guests or members as well can be able to interact with people from all demographics, mm-hmm. have a space to be able to network, have nicely curated homes and have a free experience to go through. And um, they can stay in the, in the rooms for a very short-term stay like any other hotel would offer. Although our places are curated for easy work from home, easy um, communal spaces where you can do your laundry, where you can do kitchenette. And also um, the spaces are curated so you can really live there if you choose to stay for longer term accommodation options. Okay, when you say curated, how are you curating these properties? We, we really think about what people need, um, both for the short term and the long term, meaning what you actually need in your apartment, okay. uh, a living space, a place for you to be able to work, a kitchenette, and, and we provide enough categories of rooms so that you can choose based on the length of stay that you will, of course, be, and finding affordable options for, for people that are coming for, for, a, for as short as, as they want, but really a, as long as they want to live there as well. Okay, during the pandemic, we saw the rapid rise of co-living and flexible living space, uh, at least here in Singapore, with many people wanting to live alone for a while. Uh, Is this still a demand for co-living space now? Yes, the demand for flexible living, as we call it in general, continues to be very strong. In fact, people for of all demographics now are coming to our homes or or our properties in search for privacy and really also in search for a community in COVID and, and all these isolation times have really shown us the importance of networking and, and having face-to-face interactions. So they also come for these curated homes that we provide and this hassle-free experience. And this is not now not only for locals. We really had a boost of them um, during the COVID times. So we're now having, uh, of course, a surge of inbound travelers, corporates, and another type of demand. The differences, uh, Giselle, between a co-living space that Hamlet operates versus a hotel room versus getting a rental room or a rental unit for yourself. How much of a difference is it between the three of them? Uh, for Let's say somebody who is coming into a city, Hong Kong or Singapore, for an unknown amount of time. Person is sure it's not going to be long term, but you know, they're not, they don't know if it's three months, two months or three weeks. 
Well, the, the main difference that we really provide if we're speaking about this co-living boutique um, property that we're opening is we really have a team that is behind the guests at all times to personalize their experience, right? We take ownership of the property operations. I think if we all know what living in an apartment or a condo building is, mm-hmm. we have a very different tenant, landlord, or, or tenant agent interaction, that, uh, interaction that, that is more transactional, right? You sign your contract, you receive the keys. And that's about it. And um, for us, it's really about being with the tenant and upkeeping the, the place throughout their, their time, make sure that we have someone that is behind the scenes to working to improve, to welcome them, to personalize the time, to answer their queries, and also to provide them a place that is comfort, right? You can stay in your room, but if you want to have a different environment every day, you can also find that move between your room and the communal spaces, between the lobby lounge and other areas that we have in the properties as well. So we really want to give that flexibility and, and the option that people can have of, of providing that home away from home um, uh, feeling regardless of the length of stay that you're having. How is it different from a service apartment? Yeah, that's, that's a very good question. I think that the main difference for us is really the model that, that we work with on, on that community feeling, right? Mm. The community aspect that we have. We use our boutique properties to really host events, and okay. we really focus on network interactions as well. We want people to, you know, be able to go to a communal space and, and not only work there, be able to maybe have chats with people while they're doing their laundry, and even share the communal kitchens with people and get to know and people that are from, from really all different backgrounds as well. So we really try to, to push on that, on putting people together. And, and that's really the added value that people see when, when staying with us. Of course, if you want your privacy and just to stay in your room and come out of your room the day that you check out, you have that option as well. Okay. For somebody who is considering between all these different types of accommodation, temporary or permanent or short-term accommodations available for us here in Singapore, what should we keep in mind when we are looking for a co-living space? Yeah, I think that what we what we definitely need to keep in mind is the living experience that is a, a difference between what there is, right? There are some considerations that, of course, and maybe people say co-living is not for everyone, and I do agree. Mm-hmm. And you should definitely like the community experience, right? You need to know that you will be interacting with people. Um, you shouldn't be the one wanting to hide in your room as it uh, is, although okay. there's the option. Mm-hmm. And you will be across the corridors. You will be meeting people. And you will go be going to the communal spaces, and we don't provide such that you can book the space and keep it all to yourself. Um, that's only for the meeting rooms that can happen. Um, so you will be sharing communal kitchens. You will have it, be having a chat through doing your laundry, through any other interactions. You shouldn't be getting tired of being behind the same wall of your room at all times. You should really be the type of person that you want to stay in the lobby. You want to speak with people. You want to see um, you want to relax or watch TV in, in a lounge with other people as well, not only in your room. So I think I, we definitely don't recommend that for people that are um, exclusively wanting their own independence. For that, we do have an alternative in Hamlet as well. Mm. And we have studios or we have private accommodation that we do offer in other properties. Not, not the case particularly of Owen House that we're opening. Okay, so these co-living spaces are pretty much like co-working spaces where you get to interact then with everyone else as well and perhaps meet somebody of the same mindset uh, where you can work together in the future. So speaking of that, what do you see as the future of a co-living uh, arrangement here? Absolutely, and, and in fact, we used some of our properties as co-working during the COVID times as well, um, and it was a great success. So we definitely have the combination of that happening um, what, what is the future of co-living here really through the lockdown and the COVID isolation period, especially? We have, I believe, all been reminded how, co- how community matters, right, and how networking is so important now. 
So coupled with the rising residential rental prices that we're seeing and the uncertainty that we all know about on the macro environment and the recession that's going on, I think the case for a flexible living solution now is really never been stronger, right? We need something that is affordable. People are looking something that is furnished mm-hmm. and therefore the co-living space um, is hugely relevant. And uh, I personally believe it will continue growing popularity throughout the rest of this year. Especially with more digital nomads roaming around the world, it's uh, uh, something to consider uh, when that's, you can move in readily or move out whenever you have to. That's right. And, and that's exactly one of the, the attractions for us to be able to launch Owen House um, on the 1st of February. It's the first hotel that we're running. So we're really focusing on, on these nomads, but also on an influx of tourists that post-COVID are, are really booming on the market again. And people that are that are commuting among the different places in Asia, or that really need that shorter term stays that we can that we kind of provide for them. After talking about that, where is Owen House going to be? Owen House is opening its doors first of February, really close to the places of Little India. For okay. those that know Singapore um, very well, the concept is really paying homage to the famous New World amusement park. So it's around that area in Singapore. We are opening it with 103 guest rooms. Two communal lounges, one meeting room, and our first speakeasy bar called Sunlight and Moonshine that we're going to be operating in the lobby lounge. All right, something to check out. Hamlet's Open House uh, will be opening soon. Giselle Makarashvili sharing her insights as well on the trend of co-living here in Singapore. Giselle is the chief executive officer at Hamlet. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.